0: Welcome to Michigan in Focus. I'm Scott McClellan, a Michigan and Minnesota reporter. With me today is Tom Gantert, one of the Center Square's managing editors. This week, I wrote about a federal indictment unsealed this week that accused seven people of stealing $11 million from 50 victims in West Michigan and nationwide. Most of those people were elderly. So the indictment says that the victims would receive a computer pop-up saying a virus had infected their device which provided a number to a cell phone uh, number to call and resolve the alleged problem. But apparently the number led to alleged scammers in India who would scare the victims and uh, they would apparently tell the victims their bank account had been compromised and that they needed to hand their money to federal agents um, or that the victims were part of a criminal investigation and that they had to pay to clear their name. So these alleged scammers were part of an international ring of fraud who, um, in in one instance, met someone in Lake County, Michigan, and collected nearly $400,000 from some woman who thought her bank account was compromised and that she was handing her money to federal agents. And unfortunately, uh, the FBI says that there were there – this happens quite frequently – In 2022, the FBI's elder fraud report said that there were 88,262 people over the age of 60 who were victimized in 2022 for a total loss of $3.1 billion.
1: The state of Michigan tracks what are the the most uh, common uh, fraudulent scams for elderly parents, and there's basically five different variations of it. There's the the first one, I, I know people have fallen for this, the grandparent scam, where you get an email um, or a text message on the cell phone from a grandson who is in jail, doesn't want his parents to know, can you give me, you know, a uh, $2,000 for bail? And don't tell mom and dad. And um, they know the name of the grandchild. Uh, and that's one I'm personally aware of. Uh, then the other ones are, are lottery and sweepstakes scams where they say that you've won it uh, or the tape recovery scam where you get the email or notification. The elderly people do that they won, but uh, to, to, uh, to process the, you know, the, the award you get, uh, it's like several hundred dollars. And the other one is a government money scam. Uh, the, the Nigerian one's out there too, but I mean, you know, the government money scam where the government – uh, you know, it's found an account that you have such and such money, uh, the processing fee to get that money is this, send it to us, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I've fallen for a scam. <laughs> Wasn't elderly, but I was looking for a house to rent. And uh, I went on, you know, you're, you're on a uh, Craigslist. This is a couple years ago. And I saw the house. I saw the, uh, it was, it was, the rent was, low uh, and it was a decent area. So I called and that started it, you know, and they, they know how they got you in was a photo of a decent house in a nice neighborhood. And the rent was, whoa, that's far lower than, you know, what it is. So you contact them and then you're in because, you know, you think that's the house. It took me about 10 minutes to figure out, you know, uh, I didn't lose any money, but, you know, for about a good 10 minutes, I was thinking, hey, I found a good place to rent.
0: Yeah, and that's even more of a danger whenever you have people who aren't, you know, someone like a grandparent who may not call to verify the information with the parents or the kid themselves. I know whenever I was looking for an apartment in Washington, D.C. a couple years ago, I almost got scammed um, from an apartment that just, the guy just had no connection to the, the apartment existed, but the person who was selling it air quotes selling it to me had nothing to do with uh, the actual apartment. So thankfully I didn't and get it was
1: $150 <laughs> to get some paperwork done. Yeah, I know. Yep. I went through the whole thing too. So luckily I don't give a dime to anyone without actually meeting them. So,
0: but I mean, for a lot of uh, Michigan retirees, this could be a pretty scary scam. I mean, imagine, you know, handing over almost $400,000.
1: There's <laughs> other problems too, yeah. because a legitimate things where you have to pay. I'm very skeptical. I've had situations where um, banks have called me about things I'm trying to fix. And I'm like, I'm not telling you anything. Because like, well, you know, I need your social security number. And it's like, so in those instances, I always get a number and call and say, look, I'll call you back. And I want a number, you know, that I can track and it better match the bank you're with or we're done, you know. And one instance about five years ago, it was a bank. And I was like, I'm not telling you anything. Because they were asking like social security number, and it's like no, I am not telling you that, you know. It's like you should have that on file, but it, as it turns out, it was legitimate, <laughs> and they were just asking unnecessary information. I, you know, yeah, that happens all the time too. By the way, will you? Uh, If you've ever called a bank before and have to, you know, to expediate the call and you give them all the information and you get the person.
0: I do my best to not give out my social security number because, I mean, it only takes one leak for you to have a lifetime Mm -hmm. of hurt. I know several people right now close to me who are going through identity fraud. And uh, it's I mean, it's a nightmare. It's very hard for banks. I I tell Mm -hmm.
1: you, I had identity fraud hit me about a year and a half ago for twelve hundred dollars and I caught it within ten minutes. And it was uh, Amazon, and uh, I said I didn't order this, and blah blah blah. And, and the stuff was getting delivered. I'll never forget this. Amazon called because it was there was something that was going to be delivered uh, to a Texas uh, address. We had the address, and we called uh, the uh, United States Postal uh, Office in, that was shipping it, and it was in the process of being delivered. And we had a USPS person saying, "Can you stop the shipment?" And the Amazon person was saying, Please stop the shipment. And she goes, We're not gonna stop it. Yeah. Forget it And hung up on us. <laughs> and it's like, okay. I mean it just kinda of struck me, it's like, Yeah, hey, we can stop this. And we'll stop this thief and US United States postal system didn't care. They're like, We couldn't said there's no way we can do to stop this. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And she hung up on us. And I thought it was rude because it's like, Are you telling me you don't have those people don't have a phone, yeah. cell phone with them where you could have stopped them
0: and say, hey, don't deliver that $1,200 television set. Mm-hmm. You know, listeners can keep up with the story and more at the centersquare.com. I'm Scott McLellan. Please subscribe. And thanks for listening.